Hi, it's Amy with intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. We're going to talk about settling. I've talked about settling a lot on this program because I see it a lot. People wind up in situations where it's not really matching what they said they wanted and they're trying to navigate it and make it work. But And then they have to get out of it. Nine times out of ten, if you enter into a situation where you settled for less than you wanted, you have to get out of it. It never kind of works, right? And so I thought, let's do some shows about about how to avoid it to begin with. So how to avoid settling? Well, settling is rooted in I'm not good enough. Nothing can prove to you that you are good enough other than you. Even if you feel that outside sources are determining whether you are good enough, ultimately it comes down to you and what you believe about yourself. And I know if you're going through a situation right now where you feel like something outside of you is determining what is possible for you, it can feel like, no, Amy, this thing really does have power. It really doesn't. It has power because we give it power. And so you have to shift into a place of believing that you are good enough exactly as you are. And nothing really outside of you can prove that to you but you. Many teachers teach it as you just need to make the decision. And I often teach it that way too. But I do think this show is going to be 2.0 of this conversation around believing that you are good enough, because I do think you have to start giving yourself some proof through your actions, through the way that you think, through the way that you speak, through your feelings. You have, I wish you could just say, I've decided I'm good enough, but you have to start acting like you are good enough to you, not to prove that you're good enough to other people, but to you. So we'll start here. With this affirmation, I'm good enough just as I am. And then you have to tell yourself why. Not the world, yourself. Because when you believe you are good enough, everything around you will start to shift. You will start to see that things, doors that look like they're closed suddenly open because you decided that you were good enough in the core of your being. So it can't just be, I'm going to recite this affirmation over and over. And yes, Amy, I've decided I'm good enough. You have to feel it in the core of your being. And the way you start to feel it is by your behaviors. So that I call that, you got to give yourself some proof why. So when you decide that your proof or reasons for being good enough are enough, then you will start to become the person who always, who is always good enough just because you are. Uh, I heard Amanda Francis describe it as it's enough once you know it's enough. But I I, I think, and I'm on board with that. I'm not arguing with that at all. But I think that's a bit simplistic. There is a way to prove to yourself, to give yourself reasons that you were good enough. And it really does start with what you're willing to believe, what you think on a day-to-day basis, how you behave, your actions, your behaviors. It's really difficult to believe that you're good enough financially when you're not taking care of your finances. So we talk about, oh, you do these things, do these things, do these things, but we don't really tell you why. You're not doing these things 
for anybody else other than you. That's why you have to find your own way to doing things where you feel good, where you feel that you're in charge of your life, where you feel that you are doing your best when you're showing up as who you really are. So while you're never required to prove to the world you are good enough, though we live in a world, I'll say it again, that will often make us feel that way, right? You think about applying for college or uh, you're applying for, I just applied for a car loan or you think that all these things outside of you are judging you and saying that you're good enough, but all of those things start to work no matter what's on the credit report, no matter what's on your transcript or your application when you apply to college, all of that is starts within you. I promise you, it's not, it's not about what's there. It's about what's inside of you because all of a sudden the universe starts to rearrange for your good when you start to believe that you are good enough. And sometimes, I'll be honest, like as I was applying for car loans, there were some things as I was looking at the credit report, I'm like, okay, I, I wanna deal with that. that. That matters to me. I want that number to be different. I did my homework, I did some research. I figured out what was within my power and what I could really do to uh, put myself in the best position to get the car loan. And I did those things, but I didn't do it because somebody outside of me was telling me I had to do it. I was doing it because I did my homework to figure out like, what does it take, you know? And then I had to decide that what action I was going to take that made me feel good. So it really becomes an inside job. And, And so once you start to check the boxes within you, within you, I can't stress this enough. It's not about checking the boxes outside of you, right? Because you could have the best transcript and the best essay or the best credit score and the the best financials. And if you don't feel good about you, you're going to find that you get declined, right? Those things don't work out for you. It starts within you. It's, it's why I do this work is because we have so much power within us. But we give so much of that power, we leak so much of that power because we start waiting on the world to tell us if we're good enough. If that person likes us, then we're good enough. If, we, if our, our boss smiles at us today, we think we're good enough. But those are fleeting good enough. The good enough starts within you. The confidence, the strength, the power starts within you. And you have to start to prove to yourself. Or, or my spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying it's almost like a muscle. And you have to train that muscle. And everybody's process for training that muscle is different. And I promise you, this is why I do the work that I do. It's why I became an intuitive coach, because I wanted to help people train that muscle and identify within them, right? It's not anything I could tell them in terms of do these exact steps. It's I hold space for you to figure out what will make you believe that you are good enough. It has nothing to do with outside sources. It all starts within you. And if you can tap into that power, I don't care what your financials look like. I don't care what your transcripts look like. I don't care if you're in sweatpants and hungover in a Starbucks. I met a woman who, that's how she met her husband. She was hungover in a Starbucks in in sweatpants. And this man approached her and and winded up being her husband. All of that stuff doesn't matter as long as you feel good within you. So I want you to start at this place, next level. I am good enough because, 
and start making a list or in your mind all the reasons you believe that you are good enough. And as you make this list, focus on what matters to you. Focus on what matters to you. Focus on all the ways you are living your values, your truth, the things that that really you've created for yourself that make you feel like you're winning at life. Focus on all the ways that resonate with what you believe is true, right, and earnest for you. And then now the next step is, and this is probably the hardest, is because we've all had experiences where we let the world kind of determine if we're good enough or not, and it usually doesn't work in our favor. And so then we feel bad and we, we hold hurt and pain and shame and guilt and resentment because of those past experiences. So you have to be willing to let go of every experience from your past that has made you feel like you were not good enough. Those experiences only have as much power as you have given them, right? Because that thing, you know, I had a client recently I was talking to and he was declined for something and it made him feel really bad, even though he's in a great financial place. It could have been the financial institution wasn't the right fit or whatever. He didn't see that. He just, it made him feel really bad about himself. And so we had to shift him back into, hey, that's, that's just their requirements. There's lots of other companies that can help you get this thing done. He was doing a home improvement project so that he could feel good about himself. So you have to let go of the experiences that you've given power to that you felt determined whether you were good or not, good enough or not. And honestly, both positively and negatively. For many years, like the, my college, which in LA is a big deal, my college was this false sense of, oh, wow, I'm good enough, right? It was more, I'm good enough. It wasn't like, oh, I'm hot shit. No, I never thought that. That's not the way I think. But it was definitely like, oh, I'm good enough because I went to this college, right? And then I moved to the Bay Area and, you know, with ridiculously smart people in the Bay Area, like everybody has a master's degree and at least, right? That's that's the starting, right? And, um, you know, and, and most people are like, oh, what? You went to, where did you go? Like they had no idea, right? And so it was it was very humbling in the sense that it helped me see a whole nother perspective on life that, yeah, this this piece of paper, which I value and, and honor and love, and I'm so grateful I had that experience at that particular university at that time, but it didn't mean anything about who I really was. And so you have to let go of both the positive and the negative things we've determined make us good enough. It has to be the thing within us. Like I still feel really great about my college experience because I chose it. it. I moved through it in the way that I wanted. But if I was just going through that experience because of name, because of uh, it's supposed to be a great networking school, did not do any of that there. That did not, that was not what I got from it. Everything people think of that, that my university, I didn't get from there, but they have brilliant education system and all the resources and everything I could learn. And I made the choice to take advantage of that experience. So it built to my belief that I am good enough because I chose to make it my own. If I moved through that experience, just saying like, oh, it, you know, this name, it's going to do everything for me. That's not really how it works, right? 
So it starts within you. So this next step is letting go of all the outside experiences, all the outside things that you think make you either good enough or not good enough. Most of us hold really tightly to the ones that made us feel like we're not good enough, the times we were declined, the times that um, someone broke up with us, the time that we were rejected for something, the time that we didn't get the job. We think that that makes up our sense of self. But what I'm telling you is to to take that out of your being and decide it does not make up your sense of self. So just decide right now that those experience, those experiences can no longer dictate or determine what is possible for you. So it has no power, no charge. That time that, that dude broke up with you no longer has any power or any charge. It has no, it's not a reflection of you in any way, shape or form. That time you got declined for something, it's not a reflection of you. It, it does not mean anything about you. It does not mean that you, you can't have all that you want in your life. It's just the thing that happened. So make a list of any of those past experiences that have made you not feel good and call on your angels as you're making the list to help you and give them the pain. They can handle the pain. So as you're going through and you're thinking of this, oh, that thing that happened, give that pain over angels. I'm giving it over to you and they will take it from you instantly. You will suddenly start to feel so much better once you make this list and you give it over to to God, to spirit. So you're going to give the hurt, the pain, the guilt, the shame, the ego over to God. And always remember that it's your version of God. So it's your version of angels. It's your version of fairies and unicorns. Whoever you call on is your spiritual guides, your spiritual being. Give it over to them because they can handle it. And I want to be clear here. Maybe it was a mistake you made or something that you that you didn't, you feel like you didn't do right. God has already forgiven you. God doesn't look at you and say you're wrong or bad. No, not at all. God has already forgiven you. God has already forgiven all the people involved. Now you get the glorious opportunity to be God-like in your own life by forgiving, by releasing, by letting go of any experience and the people involved that made you feel, think, or believe you are not good enough. Now let's talk about feeling. Being good enough is really a feeling. So what does not being good enough feel like for you? Think of the last time you had a situation where you you felt rejected or declined or you weren't approved or you didn't get in or you didn't get the, the, the opportunity or you weren't selected or you were broken up with. What did that feel like to you? And then consider what the opposite of that feeling is. This is the way I do it. And you can play with it however way you want. But I'm going to give you the process I used. So not good enough for me often feels like desperation in my body. Like so if uh, say I'm declined for something or uh, somebody breaks up with me, there's this desperation like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Like, right. And then uh, my spirit guides are going to be in there saying there's also sadness to start. Right. There's a bit of sadness. And some of that is a little bit of the grieving process. I, I, I won't deny that. But past that, it feels like I feel desperate, like, oh, my God. I, and I, I, um, I also feel like 
it's almost like a, the world is closing in on me. Like, oh, I, like I feel it's not like closing in. It's more like a limitation. Like there's this cap being put on what is possible for my life. And I feel it in my body. And so if I get clear about what that feeling is, then I ask myself, well, what would the opposite of that feeling be? So the opposite, so then I'd look up what the opposite of desperation is, the antonym to desperation. I'm a word nerd, so then I go and I, I search it. I search antonyms for desperation, and then I make a list of all of those words. And after I make that list, I go through and read each word, and I feel into it. I pull that feeling of that word into my body. Another way to put it, it's like an actor rehearsing for a role, you know, because an actor um, displays emotions as they're delivering their line. And so they'll, you, you've, seen, you've probably seen like actors, I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going to do it angry. I'm going to do it sad. I'm going to do it thoughtful. Very much like that process. If you've done any theater, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And you start to rehearse the new feeling. Right. And so that new feeling, that antonym is what good enough feels like to you. So. So, you know, for the sake of this podcast, I made a list of the antonyms for desperation. So I would go through and so it's cheer is one of them. So I feel what does cheer feel like in my body? If I'm in cheer, what does that feel like? Right. And I'll play with the feeling. Go with me on this because it really does work. And then the next word would be comfort. Okay, what does it feel like if I'm in comfort, right? Again, these are all the opposite of desperation. Desperation feels like that's what de not good enough feels like to me. It's, it'll be a different word and emotion possibly for you and just figure out what it is. Maybe it's anger or resentment. So then look up what's the antonym to anger and resentment and then flip it around, right? Flip it around. So then I make a big long list and I just sit and I start playing with these new feelings. And it's not like you have to play with it for a long time. You can do this in one setting. But now you've introduced into your energy field the opposite of not being good enough, but more so you've identified what good enough feels like for you. So cheer and comfort and contentment and delight and ease and happiness, and health, and joy, and joyfulness, and peace, and pleasure are all the op relief, advantage, calm, cautious, like that is, like when I'm feeling really good enough, I'm very cautious, but cautious isn't negative, right? Cautious is thoughtful, it's particular, it's uh, discerning, right? It's collectedness. Like I, I love like calm, cool, collected. That's how I feel when I feel like I'm good enough. Confidence. You know, I love the word confidence. I love confidence. Peaceful, secure. These are all the words that are the opposite of not good enough. And as I feel into them and start to learn what that feels like, and then I ask myself, okay, what makes me, when, it, when I'm acting a certain way, when I feel, when I feel this way, how do I act? And, and what do I do? And what can I do so I do feel this way, right? Or what do I need to think? Or how do I need to structure my life so these feelings become my dominant way of being? So now all of a sudden, I've created a world for myself where I'm good enough. This is where um, I think this is the next layer to it all. Because often I've been teaching you on this program, I've been teaching the wisdom. Um, I learned it from millionaire mind and 
I can't think, Har, is his name Harv? I can hear his voice. I can't think of his name, but it's Millionaire Mind is his book. And he talks about being good enough. And you just have to decide that you're good enough. Like you are now worthy. You are now good enough, right? He's like, knight yourself is good enough. They're right. And Amanda's is you're good enough once you know you're good. You know, it's it's enough once you know it's enough is the way she describes it. It's that, but how do you get there? And so I've just given you a process for how you get there, especially after you've been you know, kind of bumped around by the world. And now you feel like, oh man, I feel low. I feel down. I feel like I can't get it right. Well, this is how you start to get it right. And do you, are you noticing it has nothing to do with anything outside of you? It has everything to do with your energy. This is why I love this work. We are so powerful. And then as a result of feeling these feelings, these new ways of being this good enough, then you start to, you start to create situations where you are approved, where you are loved and accepted exactly as you are, where you are good enough, where you, where you do get accepted, like all of those things start to show up and, and not a whole lot has to even change other than you, just you. So I want to encourage you to do this exercise. It, it, it's, it's awesome. It really does work. And then you have to start living it out, of course, right? You know, there are definitely, you know, but you, it'll become, once you're in the feeling of it, once you're willing to consider a world where you get to be good enough and you recognize that it's completely within your scope of power, your intuition will start to fire and guide you to the exact steps that you need to take. So as I was preparing for the car loan, I, I wasn't really thinking, you know, sure, I did my research, but I really tuned into my own intuition and said, okay, how, how can I be in the best position to get this loan, right? And so then I just started making those changes and it came from within me. It wasn't, it wasn't, oh, some guru told me to do these things. Yes, there was gurus that said to do those things, but I took all that information and I ran it through my body. I ran it through my own intuition. And as I, you know, I feel energy in my body, that's why I say body. Some of you, you're, you receive intuitive information just knowing it. Uh, some of you receive information through sound, right? Some of you receive information through visions. I receive information in all ways, but my de default is my body. I'm clear sentient, right? And so as I started to get clear about how I wanted to approach this so I felt good enough to me, then I got all the ideas. Okay, do this, pay that down this way, you know, wait for that to update. Okay, right? It all made sense to me. It wasn't about the world. It was about me. So as you start to feel into this new way of being good enough and you push out whatever feels like not good enough out of your energy field, you can also declare, I'm no longer available for that feeling. So in my case, it was desperation. I am no longer available for the feeling of desperation. It's no longer welcomed in my world. I don't even let myself go there anymore. It's no longer a representation of who I am. I'm just not a match to that feeling anymore. And then suddenly it starts to go away. It starts to go away. It doesn't show up anymore. It's not a thing. You're not acting out of it. You're not making decisions out of it. And that's how we get out of settling.
because we settle, right? Because I settle for less than I desire when I'm in desperation. So think about that feeling that you feel when you feel like you're, when you're in the not good enough state. Don't make decisions out of that place. Get back to feeling good. And this show is designed. I want you to keep it. I want you to bookmark it because it happens. We all go through it. You know, you'll, we'll have different things or things I feel so like, oh yeah, I'm so good at that. I'm so good enough in that area of my life. But then there are things like this whole car thing, because I haven't had a car in a very long time because I live in a city, but I'm moving to Los Angeles now and I need a car. And I felt very insecure about it. And I had kind of defaulted the decision to my family over, you know, the last 20 years. Anytime I had to get a car, I would go to my mom, my brother, and my, my dad about cars right and if and then if it was disastrous because nobody can make decisions for us than than ourselves then it was very easy for me to be like well mom told me to do that right and so I knew that I couldn't do that this time <laughs> middle age now and I also don't want to create problems like I want life to be smooth and easy for me so I know it starts with the decisions that I make so I had to get myself in a, a state where I could make decisions. So I, so I would say don't make any decisions out of feeling not good enough. Make decisions because that's when you settle, which is how we started this show. We settle because we think we're not good enough, right? And so this exercise I just gave you, this process I just gave you is how you start to feel good enough again. And it's not, uh, some of this will be instant. Some of this internal work, you can do it in a day and really make a beautiful shift. But then you have to walk it out. You have to consciously hold yourself accountable to this new feeling, right? And you have to do things that mimic that new feeling. And you have to think things that mimic this new feeling. And you have to practice that new feeling. You know, I have quiet time every day where I go through my, my energetic statements and my my affirmations. I read a lot, you know, I, right now, because I'm going through this transition, I've brought back meditation. Uh, you know, I do some form of quiet, reflective time every day, but I've, I've brought back meditation for this time. I have a 10 minute meditation. I love sounds of the sun by Colette Baron Reed that I do. And it's not just all the spiritual work. It's actually what I show up and do in my life, right? Like my to-do list and, and the things that I hold myself accountable to. And that's what's how you start to create the good enough. You churn the good enough feeling within you. It's not about anything outside of you. And if I need help and support, I go get it. And that all helps you to feel good enough. So as you feel differently, you will start to attract different experiences. Or as you stop feeling the feeling of not being good enough, you will start to create a world where everything that shows up is a reflection of your belief that you are good enough. So that's, again, you get the approval, you get the, the man that walks up to you when you're in sweatpants and hung over. That's when you get all these miraculous, beautiful, wonderful experiences. That's when life gets easier. That's when then there's less struggle and strain and discomfort and problems just suddenly dissolve. It's because you shifted the energy within you. And it is a superpower. And I want you to use this superpower. It's so good. It's what it's a whole reason why I started my business. Whole reason. Yes, I can read energy very accurately, but I read it so to help you shift your energy. Because it's everything changes. Get all your power back. Right. So I'm going to end with this Daniela Port quote. Settling for crumbs doesn't keep you fed. It keeps you starving. 
So interwoven in the energy of settling is not enoughness. That's how we started this. So if you want to stop settling for less than you desire, if you want to stop winding up in situations with, you know, relationships, jobs, where you're just like, this wasn't what I wanted, spirit, go back to, okay, there's some part of me that didn't feel like I was good enough and clean that up, clean that up. And I'll, again, I'm going to be honest with you, the internal work, you can do a lot of those shifts really quickly. Then you have to practice and then you have to be mindful of action. But that's the whole process of being human anyway. So, so do it all. It all works. But don't think that, oh, I'm just going to meditate and now I'm good enough. No, you got to take different actions. You have to structure your life in ways that make you feel good enough, right? And it's not, one more time, it's not good enough based on somebody outside of you. It's about you. And that's where your intuition comes in. Your intuition will guide you as to how to be the powerhouse you truly want to be. It's not the world telling you how to do it. It's not reading another book, though another book might help your intuition tune in. You can see past the junk so you can tune in and get some insight as to what you need to do in your life. So decide today, I am enough. I'm willing to believe in who I am. And I'm willing to believe that what I do, what I say, how I show up in the world is more than enough. But it starts inside of you. So it's not just this affirmation. You got to do the work. You got to do the work. And I'm here to help you do that work. So please consider my services, intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. What can I, what am I going to sell you? Massive result. The Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package is a robust package. It's for someone that really is all in. It, you get lots of access to me. I help you stay in that higher vibrational state. I help you stay pointed towards the desire of your heart. I help you stay focused. I'm here to support you, guide you, give you all the inf- intuitive information that you need. I'm here to to be a sounding board. I'm a wealth of knowledge from the psychology of life to the energy of life. I've got practice after practice after practice to help you heal and transcend negative patterns, lower ways of being. And you can do that in any of my services, but the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package is for someone who is really ready and you are focused and you want what you want and you are not going to give up and you recognize you're a human being and you might go sideways and you want someone to hold you, hold you accountable, to be there for you, to cheer you on, to be the support that you need to live the life you want to live. That's the Massive Result Intuitive Coaching Package. Information on that service can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. There is a one-year option and a three-month option. Thank you so much for listening to this show. It is an honor and a joy to serve you. Take care. Goodbye.